Welcome to the IVM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like The On Course Podcast, a show where they help you to tackle various questions related to abroad studies like which university to choose or how to navigate the application process. You're listening to TFG Football. Good day everyone. Welcome to another brand new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. What a game yesterday. BFC beat April 25th in the interzonal semi-final home leg. Three goals to none. Yeah. Chiranjit, rain. Did it play a part? Yeah. I I will. Uh, I mean, all the Bengaluru FC fans should uh, make a, a resolution that they will never utter that, uh, you know, uh, that thing. What thing? The poem was, rain, rain, go away, come again another day. Little children want to play. All uh-huh. that shit. Did they do that? They will have to, re- they must remove that poem from all the syllabuses in uh, Karnataka. Because it has been proven that rain is extremely beneficial to Bengaluru uh, sports and Bengaluru children or whatever uh, else you can put your name on it. But then rain also it, played a part when Mohan Bagan had played uh, uh, one of the AFC Cup games. Uh, yeah, that but I think, was... I think that is, I think that is uh, water under the bridge at this point. Uh, since then, they have had uh, quite a few you know, rainy nights at Kanti Rawa. One was India beating Guam. Uh, that was a rainy night. Uh, then we had uh, a few good uh, victories uh, for Bengaluru FC that happened when rain was happening. Uh, and uh, now this. This is has to be one of the biggest victories uh, uh, Bengaluru FC have ever had. Especially like you don't really see them uh, you know, beating an Asian opponent, uh, an international opponent by a 3 mil margin. Like even the uh, previous ones, it, it was like a win by one goal or two goals. Mm. Stuff like that. But this was, uh, I mean, we're just talking and joking about the rain, but uh, this this uh, was a good performance. Like, they they went in to let the North Koreans know that we are actually coming after you. Like, 10 minutes into the game, Sunil Shetri was making that darting run. Uh, and he was uh, trying to invade the, uh, you know, April 25th box. So, yeah, it was there. They, uh, they wanted to put on a fight. They did not get intimidated by uh, you know facing a opponent of this stature which came into this uh, match with a plus 11 record i don't think like they uh, you know only only the other north korean club managed to score against them and they were unbeaten so far hmm. uh, in the group stage so it it was uh, a, a intimidating prospect especially considering they were playing with a very new squad but they just did not care, you know. It's like, yeah, we're here, this is our home and we're going to give them help. And that is what paid off in the end. I think for me, uh, you know, I, I don't think any um, many of the fans of the Bengaluru FC will agree to this. They got off to a very poor start, Bengaluru FC, because uh, for me, uh, it was a side that lacked understanding. Uh, players were played mostly off position. Uh, we see in... Uh, 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 Udanta playing on the other wing. He was playing on the left. Uh, whereas I did not find him that you know uh, you know creating troubles for the opposition uh, uh, right back over there. So in and all, there was a lot of fouls com- committed by the BFC players, especially Lenny. You know, if Lenny were to get a card early in the game, it wouldn't have been you know that easy for uh, uh, Bengaluru FC to get in that first goal because they were on the back foot. That is what I felt. 
because the the no not the north korean side were actually creating havoc with their possession game and they were just too quick and lenny and kabara they just went no there was a point where in the first half i think it must be in the first 10 minutes or so where lenny at least came in with a two footed challenge you know that yeah. was something that uh, that was guarded it he was no, that's the reason i said because they were unsettled at the beginning it really looked yeah. like a new squad coming in so that nervousness was there on the pitch the only confident person no, was but, uh, no 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 that was uh, structural inadequacy because this team has not been playing together for a long time so early on bengaluru fc strategy was disrupted they was, knew that was. this this team yeah this this and uh, uh, april 25th have their have had their core squad intact for the last 3 4 years they have been playing together for forever and they spend the entire year together you know all the all the players live uh, close to each other and and uh, basically and and they don't really even play much for the national team because the national team doesn't play too many games most of the football they get is at the club and they have been with the club since forever so uh, it, it's it was it was a bit of a uh, tough thing so of course you would see khabra and lenny making those uh, you know reckless challenges early on because the only way for bengaluru fc to seek a pathway into this game was to disrupt the natural flow flow of uh, uh, april 25th sports club and that's what they were going for there was no other option kevin you know it 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 this could not be done this was a literally superior side in terms of technique yes, that's that that's the point i was making because you no know, when you know that you're not capable of uh, you know uh, playing a natural game that you've been doing because this is a fairly new side and you can give them the credit yeah. that uh, you know that first 10 minutes which makes a, a team really unsettled in the beginning they let yeah. they did not settle themselves did not let the opposition settle so that was yeah. that was a plan and it worked well because by the yeah. time uh, the Kore- uh, the north korean players started complaining the bengaluru had already found their rhythm and that's when the yeah. uh, the game actually kicked off so that's the point i was yeah, making exactly. the, the initial was to you know try to unsettle the opposition because you yourself were not ready up uh, up for the game yeah. so apart from that i think it was a, a decent performance and uh, the rain actually in the second half just you know it was more a yeah, one sided game the the, the, the opposition yeah. players really had you know, no no touch of the ball they they didn't understand how much weight to put behind the pass how much you know how much yeah. run to make how much uh, how much love to put because B- bfc were having a great time in, in the rain and they knew exactly what need need to be done that goal that lenny scored you know that yeah. is just pure brilliance from chetri he knew that a lo- you know a, a grounded pass would never get to lenny and the finish was exclusive yeah. you know exquisite yeah. that brilliant i'm talking about this is what your your confidence shows when you, the the weather conditions are against you and your opposition is just almost given up and that's the yeah. way to finish <laughs> see uh, obviously they could uh, they had to get every single goal that could uh, they could get from this game uh, the home leg but uh, you know it north korean side uh, could have taken lead at any point of time it, it, i think they got a few decent chance, chances in the first 13 minutes uh, you know uh, gurpreet made a couple of good saves Uh, they themselves uh, missed a couple of chances so uh, so far the luck was with them and then this is where i think udanta became such an important player in this game he was making those runs i think that was his job 
just try to beat the April 25th left winger with his pace. And he was doing that. He he had been doing that for a while. He forced that guy to foul him when that uh, when that ball came in, and that's how you know Bengaluru FC got that penalty and everything got kicked off. Hmm. And early in the second half, he scored that goal. You know that that darting run that created that space for him. He had been trying to do that forever. Like he did that three four times already. And I don't know why, you know, they did not put somebody else, you know, they just, uh, you know, told the, uh, one of the centre-backs to keep mind the left side because uh, the left, left back may need a backup if he loses sight of uh, his, uh, you know, his marksman. He, they did not do that. He got enough space and he punished them. And yeah, it was, it was over then and there because the rain came in and there was unreal rain. Yeah. I have seen a lot of Bengaluru <laughs> rains, okay? Uh, I mean, when uh, the league decided uh, back in 2000, uh, you know, 2015, uh, it was raining all day. It was raining the day before uh, the match happened. Uh, it was not that intense. And, you know, the, the game, uh, you know, the Kantirawa has good drainage system, okay? The, mm. uh, the ground did not become unplayable at any point. Within 5-10 minutes of some cloud burst like rain and suddenly the the ball was not moving. You know, they were like kicking, uh, kicking the ball but no, the first it, time the ball touched the ground, the really ball would stop there. It really felt as if, you know, not, the North Korean side has never played in rain. That bad it yeah, was looking. Yeah, they have. It was completely, uh, you know, alien conditions to them. This was reminding me of, uh, you know, the kind of games we used to play growing up uh, in during the monsoon. Or some of the Calcutta football league games, or uh, if you remember one one match between uh, India and Saudi Arabia that happened at Ambedkar Stadium. With too much rain, Ambedkar obviously has bad drainage, yeah. and uh, I think the uh, you know opponent coach we lost that match some three nil or four nil, uh, but the opponent coach said that I had enough grounds to call for a stop to the match, but we were anyway leading, so we just wanted to get get on with it. I don't know what the North Korean uh, coach was thinking last night because because when when the ball does not move you know uh, if, if the if the mobility of the ball is hindered by the conditions on the pitch that may be a ground for a complaint and a, and a, a deferral of the match uh, and and it can get called off due to rain but Obviously, that was good sportsman spirit in the end. They did not complain and they did not try to get the game to uh, stop at any point. And uh, they played out the entire game. Yeah, they yeah. actually suffered because of it. And, and it, you could see that uh, the Bengaluru FC players knew what to do. They they were uh, they were better just uh, you know taking the ball along uh, on the air. Yeah, so by the time it had started pouring, it was already uh, uh, the, the the team was one or two nil down, and uh, I, I just recall that moment when uh, the penalty was given uh, to Bengaluru FC and Sunil Chetri was on the ball, and there was someone else, uh, another BFC player, who wanted to take the penalty, and the gesture yeah. that Sunil Chetri made, and he wanted to take that kick, and what a kick that was! It, it wasn't a kick; it was a, almost a chip. <laughs> that he confidence in a semi-final. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, it, uh, I mean, uh, in terms of uh, where Bengaluru FC are, this is probably a quarter final because you still have to play the interzone finals before you get to the AFC Cup finals. But uh, yeah, of course, this is a knockout game. You're playing under pressure. And Sunil Chetri, 
his he, his face face did not change you know when the penalty was given his face did not change when he took the uh, shot his face did not change when the ball went in his face did not change he that, that's a leader you know you know uh, okay a chance mila let's convert it like a professional and then you know not lose your head because you still have 60 more that's minutes that's that's the attitude that the game is not over till the final yeah. whistle is blown that's how he yeah. is and great you know, yeah. 3-0 is excellent and uh, uh, looking at the other semi final which is going on between Seres uh, Negros and Isik Total is that the name did i get Isik the Tol. name yeah. Isik Tol the it was a, yeah. again one sided game it really looked like a thrashing uh, that Isik Tol uh, gave to Seres Negros and uh, yeah. it really looks you know uh, one step uh, already in in the in the next phase of of the tournament for both these teams uh, Bengaluru yeah. and Isik Tol Uh, did you manage yeah. to get that uh, highlights because i did see and uh, that looked like you know one way traffic for isik tol there yeah so uh, all bengaluru fc now have to do is to not get uh, you know not let netrikton hit score three goals past them uh, in uh, in the uh, second leg which is on 13 september and i think they are, they are more than capable of doing that Like they've shown that the uh, new defenders that they've got uh, and uh, you know the whatever structure uh, they have acquired by playing friendly in Spain, they can handle an onslaught even if they are uh, playing a very highly skilled team. And uh, you know th- this is where that at- attitude I was talking about comes back in. They were two nil ahead. The conditions were unplayable. It you know if you if you went ahead and tried to like make tackles and challenges and runs you risked getting injured so it was quite possible and it would have been even been understandable if bengaluru fc sort of let it go like theek hai jeet rahe hain let us see the rest of the game out but they did not and that's the reason they got the third goal and the third goal that lenny got may just end up becoming the deciding factor that's how important it was to get that third goal this is a two goal cushion who knows it may not be enough because you're playing uh, uh, away from home against a very skilled side who will be desperate now because they will be uh, feeling let down uh, you know by by the uh, game by themselves by the conditions and they will fight to the nail to get a redemption in the second leg right. so that third goal may just end up being the uh, you know decider and what lets uh, bengaluru fc progress uh, to the afc cup semi finals Right. So, right. yeah. Right. So that that's it for the review for, of BFC in the the first leg of the semi final. Let's just uh, hear the comments uh, shared by uh, uh, at the post match conference and uh, the reaction from uh, uh, at from from the camp about this big big win. Let's let's listen in. Well, yes, we said that one or two, one, 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 two, the difference that there are between the these two, two teams. I mean, they are really, really a good team. They have to show you know, the first minutes that they can use uh, just to, to match the situation as they want, so uh, we have, have suffered. But my team has not played so good, but they have been really, really intelligent in the, in the right moments of the, of the game. They have read 
what uh, they have uh, to do. And from there, I think, you know, uh, we have uh, took advantage of our, our, of our opportunity. So I'm, I'm happy for that because we have really well the situation about this kind of civil service. Yes, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with everybody, not only with the primes, but with the for sure, you know, uh, I mean, we have shown that uh, uh, it was not easy, you know, the first first official game to get that succession of unite and uh, the team showed show it, you know, from the first minute. Uh, I said to you that it is a very uh, tough opponent. Uh, I'm sure that there in Korea it will suffer a lot. And uh, just in the part of the, of the, of the game, it's, it's for me, it's, it's like a game that it shows 45 minutes. So from there, you know, it's uh, the, the part of the game. You have to be aware because, you know, this team, you know, has a show of uh, skills to put us in trouble. And uh, then, you know, the, so, uh, you have plan uh, before the game started, just No, no, no. I was kind of held by the goalkeeper. On my fourth step only, I saw him going to the line. I just checked it. I, I mean, same final, 0-0, zero, zero, I would not plan to do a penalty on the number of tail. Flying. I mean, it's just one of those moments, man. I, I, when, you, when you go there, you make your mind. But of course, it was him because the goal already went. If it would have stayed there, it would have done something. But because he left uh, early, it made, it made it easy. More important, we got the goal. It, it doesn't matter how the goal goes, goal goes, goal goes in, man. The goal was the best goal. I mean, top goal, man. So, yeah, 3 0. That is what is very easy. Uh, to be the match, what do you think about the project uh, not They are a very good side. They are individually very gifted. Everybody is good with the ball, right? From the defense to the side line. There's a lot of movements. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy until we scored a goal. Then they changed their plan and they, 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 they became two cyclists and they were a little bit desperate. But before that, we really had to work really hard. Uh, I think uh, only once we scored a goal, they became two cyclists and they became much desperate. And then only they got. This is the plan by Gaffa that we sit back, we make sure that we come to the zone two, I mean, midfield, and then we make sure that we defend well and hit them in counter. And because we're getting the first goal, it made it easier for us. We could sit back. Otherwise, we would have been desperate playing at home to get a goal. So that plan really worked well. And then they came more, they became more desperate. And when they were desperate and you wrote down the empty, things are easier. Last question. Uh, can you just tell us about the status of the ladies' injury? How serious is it? Let's check first because, you know, that's some problems last year. If you see, it seems that the condition, you know, that my heart helped you. Uh, but uh, yes, it's a great guy, and I hope that there will not be a serious injury that this. It's, uh, it's not always uh, that it uh, sounds good. Um, so we have just to check tomorrow with doctors, and then we will see. All right, uh, that was it from uh, the Bengaluru, uh, from from Kantirwa. And, uh, I mean, how how was Sunil Chetri? He, he said, it is what it is. You know, we, we fight big teams and we get big wins. That's Bengaluru FC. The great guy confidence. Is one baller. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, big news coming in from uh, the ISL. 
Kerala Blasters. Uh, they've signed Bobatov and he comes in with again yet another connection between uh, the the head coach Rene and uh, the Manchester United connection Bobatov yeah. has played for Man U and uh, he's played for Tottenham Hotspur the Bulgarian enters the ISL at the age of 36 yet another big signing yeah. Chiranjit yeah obviously we knew this was going to happen we already talked about it uh, so it's it's been made uh, uh, you know public now so yeah uh, they look like they are getting their uh, you know chances uh, uh, you know they're getting their act together this time they want yeah. a good start and uh, getting a player like him up front will solve a huge uh, problem that they had with strikers last season i mean they were creating a, a few good chances but uh, they did not have somebody to you know just convert them into goals and uh, this is what happens i mean uh, just look at the squad now the the entire what do you call it the entire temper of the uh, of the squad seems to have changed uh, you know with somebody like varvatov up front uh, this is and it's a, you have to say this is a big upgrade from michael chopra to uh, dimitar varvatov so uh, you, you cannot fault yeah. this signing this is uh, one of the biggest probably of the year in terms of magnitude And we don't know about the impact yet. He's, yeah. he's not played for a while. We need to see. We need to see how, how the, the the squad comes yeah. together, and uh, the first game will tell it all. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, big game tonight for India. They take on Saint yeah. Kitts and Nevis. Okay, this is one team. Don't think uh, it's talking talking about it's a tri series. So we'll <laughs> we'll have three three three, <laughs> three nations playing together again. Uh, so yeah. Saint Kitts and Nevis uh, drew the game against Mauritius, and they come in uh, to this game uh, uh, with confidence because they were able to get a late equalizer right in the eighty uh, seventh. Yeah. That was that was Mauritius' fault, man. I mean, they should not have allowed that to happen. It was a defensive mistake. They were. looking like the better side uh, most of the game they got an early uh, early lead and uh, kept it most of the game and then they they just dropped it so yeah. mauritius uh, you know big uh, thumbs down uh, for their performance in the it's all about league. taking your chances you give you don't yeah. take your chances the game is wide open for both the teams uh, so yeah. india come in with a great win against uh, mauritius 2-1 was uh, was the score line there and uh, tonight yeah. is when we see uh, if we can find a winner uh, if uh, uh, if sinkets and nuis are able to beat india so they take in uh, the win for this tournament and uh, what do we have from sinkets and nuis is that uh, they are missing the key players that they would want to uh, you know get in from their best of the lot uh, so they are on uh, club duty that's the reason uh, they couldn't uh, make it and we can hear the coach yeah. of saint nuis saint uh, kitts and nuis Uh, nervous uh, talking about uh, the confidence he is a very confident man i must say uh, yesterday we'd been for the press conference uh, he knows in and out about the indian team he knows uh, who plays where who who can be a threat and even if uh, chetri and uh, gurpreet sandhu uh, gurpreet singh sandhu are not in the team he knows who can take up their place he's very well aware of the threat and uh, he's got re- great respect and he's here to win you know that that's uh, the attitude that he threw through and uh, uh, he also talked about uh, watching india's games for you know from from the time uh, steven constant had taken over lots more to hear from him uh, let's listen in uh, from the clip uh, what kind of play are you expecting from the indian side have you watched videos from from the past 
What are your thoughts on the current national team in India? You know, in this era, if you're a head coach of the national team, you know everything about your opponents. Because at this moment, not because you're in Asia and we are in Konkaka, means that it is difficult for us to see anything. So with the systems that there are out there, Instat, Scout7, Scout, you have access not only to the videos, but to statistics, to numbers, to everything. So it is my habit when I face a team to know everything I can about the team. So to tell you the absolute truth, I've seen every game of India, every game in the last, I think every game since, since Coach Constantine took over the team. So it's not what I'm expecting, it's what I know, and I think that it is very difficult for a team to change one thing from one day to the other. And uh, I can tell you first and foremost that I feel that India has improved dramatically as of late, dramatically. You know what to expect from India at this moment, and it is clearly a team that defends brilliantly throughout the 90 minutes, a team that plays a 4-4-2 formation always, and a team that is very sharp with their two strikers. So although possession is not a particular issue that Mr. Constantine has uh, prioritized in his vision of the team, he's absolutely right, because in this era, possession is irrelevant. What's relevant is having a style of play. So we know what we are going to face, and we know which players we are going to face. Uh, we had a strategy if players were lend it to Bangalore or if they were not because it meant facing different players and you know exactly what I mean in terms of the strikers. So it doesn't mean it's better or worse, it just means that we know what we're going to face. And we are going to face a team that dominates its system of play, a team that plays a very clear uh, system, that has a vision and that has won nine games in a row, so we are expecting a tough game tomorrow. Uh, a lot of your senior players aren't here, are you looking to gain from this tournament? First, uh, to answer that question, I must tell you that when you compete in a tournament, if you enter a tournament and your vision of the tournament is not obtaining results, then I feel that you have chosen the wrong profession. So I have a responsibility every time I play in a tournament, and that first responsibility is to focus on results. In this case, the result I am looking for in this tournament is to win the tournament. And that means winning tomorrow. So what do I want to take from the game and from the tournament? It's a gold medal. That's, that's exactly what would be my vision and what I want from the tournament. But of course, there are secondary objectives if you are not capable of winning a tournament. And the most important objective I have is to provide some of the young players that we have in St. Kitts and Nevis the opportunity of the experience. To my side, for example, is Raheem Somersault, who was just one of the best, best players of St. Kitts and Nevis in the last U20 tournament, just recently in February. He plays as a defensive mid in, in, in our uh, team. Doesn't mean that he's going to play tomorrow, and that he'll know tonight or the day after, or tomorrow morning, but he that's his position. And like Raheem, I have other very young players, like Beatrice Williams or Javon Amory or or Batis and uh, these are all players that are under 20 years old so for us it's also a growth opportunity for the younger players that I am not necessarily 
that I have not necessarily called in the last year. And I would say that another objective is to fully develop our system of play. And our system of play has its degree of complications in terms of the development of our own system because what I want from my team is a team that is very versatile tactically. So when you ask of a team to be very versatile tactically, you ask of a team to become very intelligent on the pitch, to be able to cope with opponents according to what you face and according to the reality because you know we are not uh, a top national team in the world. If, if we were Germany, Brazil or Argentina, then there is no need to have a system of play that you always repeat because these, these teams can have their own system, their own players, and they don't need to worry about the opponents. They just play their system and they will win 80-90% of the games. But when you are a national team of a country that is 45,000 people, just to give you a reference, that is 36,000 times less than the population of India, then you have to create a system of play that focuses on intelligence, on the capacity to adapt. And that is what I also ask from my players. And yesterday, for example, we had a second, a first half that was below our complete expectations. And we had a second half in which we complied with certain aspects of our game that I'm looking for the team to have. It wasn't the perfect second half. It was not to our potential for sure, but I think we dominated the second half. So we've already gained some of my principal objectives, which is giving the younger players opportunities. Yesterday, all of the young players under 20 played, including Petrus Williams, who was born the year 2000. And we also faced a team in which which changed the system of play a couple of times during the game. Hence, both objectives were completed. The, the, the final objective would be to win against India tomorrow, but we know that we face a very respectable team, a team that has won nine in a row. So we have utter respect for our opponent, and I'm sure it will be a very competitive game. In your very own words, yesterday after the post-match PC, you said you played a very bad first half. No, a very bad first half. Yesterday you said, you said the second half was above average but not excellent. Yes. And now you are saying tomorrow you face India. So you, what, do you, boys, what do you expect from the boys? To play like the second half tomorrow's game of the first half and not repeat what the mistakes again against Mauritius? What are your expectations from them? The maturity of a team, a team that is mature, is a team that learns from its own mistakes. Maturity, for me, equals learning from your own mistakes. So we have seen, uh, the coaching staff has seen the video session of yesterday's game profoundly, very deeply, and we know which mistakes we committed. We will transmit this to the team very soon, and we hope that we can avoid the same mistakes yesterday. Although, I can tell you something, at the end of the day, we drew. And by drawing, that means that by winning tomorrow, we're through. We win this tournament. So, so... We weren't perfect the first half. I, th I think we were below our potential completely. We played a bad first half. and and uh, But to be able to have a result in which we had a point talks very well about my team. So I just hope that tomorrow we are at our very best because we need to be at our very best to win the game. Coach, I need time for India. Will your team be able to recover physically? You know, you just played yesterday. Do you see that as a difficulty? Game? I said yesterday in the press conference that uh, for me there are certain things in football that I never talk about. So I will answer any football question because I think that that's the most important thing. But anytime that we start talking about the 48 hours or the weather or these type of things, these are things that I cannot control. So this is what the, 
this is the way that we got the schedule from the organizing committee, and we're happy because we're very happy that we got invited. Uh, the weather is hot, could be worse, so so there's no excuse. If we if believe me, believe me that if tomorrow I lose the game in the press conference, the word 48 hours recovery won't be mentioned. It's impossible because I ask of my players to have a no excuse philosophy in any game. So be absolutely sure that it, I must practice what I preach. So there are no excuses. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose because of football. Not because we had 48 hours, not because of the weather, not because a mosquito bit one of my players this morning. It doesn't matter. You know, this, this is, we win, we win, we lose, we lose. As we proceed, Mr. Lahim is also waiting for questions. Eager. He's eager to answer at least one question. Is the strong way to first uh, see uh, appearance and disability or disability? Sorry, can you repeat that? This is your first appearance or you appeared before in the senior team? Uh, this is uh, third appearance. Uh, I traveled with the team to Europe in, uh, in the summer. How are you finding the transition? You did really well with the under 20 sides. So now with the seniors being where you see your role. Whatever they see leading me to, or whatever they see leading me to. Hi, my name is Dinesh. This is for the coach. Uh, so, Sunil Chetri and uh, Gurpreet since Sandhu are not available for the Indian team. Do you think that makes Shane uh, Pitts' task a little bit easier for tomorrow's game? No. I'm going to tell you why. Two and a half months ago, we faced uh, Armenia. Okay. And. Uh, we faced a spectacular player. Mkhitaryan, Mkhitaryan, played for Man United in England. And uh, I learned a lesson there that I already knew, but I had forgotten. And that is that teams are teams. Individual players are individual players. But above individual players, you have the team, you have the core philosophy, you have the mentality, you have the vision. Yes, I know that you will be missing a striker that has tried 53 times in 94 appearances. So in football, that is an average goal of less than one goal every two games. That is a great number, especially for a national team. But at the end of the day, I just was in the stadium three days ago in the Mauritius-India game. And I can tell you, without a shadow of a doubt, that whoever substitutes him will be in a position in which he will be very comfortable. Because the system of play that is developed at this moment by Steven's side is uh, very clear. And India has a very clear philosophy. So when you are successful as a coach, it is because you are able to have any player go and any player come in in a specific spot and play his role. To give you an example, at this moment, because it's not a FIFA date, I don't have at least five of my top players. I have several of my top players here, but not all of them, okay? I'll give you a couple of names. Atiba Harris, who plays in, in Dallas FC and the MLS. Romain Sawyers, who plays in Championship. He plays for Bradford. Harry Panayoto, who just two uh, years ago was playing in Premiership in Leicester City. And several other players, Devon Elliott, who plays in Guatemala. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we were just discussing this with, with some of my coaching staff members. If I see the second half of yesterday, I don't believe if they had come 
we could have done much more after the first half that we gave because we really transitioned in the way we played the first half to the second half. So players are important, but the most important thing, just like Raheem just said, is a team. The team. This is a team effort. So I don't buy the story that because India's top player is not playing tomorrow, it's going to be an easier game for me. The story I buy is that I'm really facing an opponent that knows how to play the game in its own system. The last two questions. So as you mentioned yesterday that you were very much thankful to the AIFF for organizing the tournament. So what would be your message to the other members who are not in the very much limelight of the tournament? So what should be your message for watching the match tomorrow to them, the football fans? First of all, uh, the way we have been perceived in India has been outstanding. Outstanding. And that's this not only uh, a thing that the AIFF and the football fans should be proud of, but the entire Indian population, the population from India, because hospitality has been all over the place, in the hotel, in the football association, in every restaurant, in the stadium, around here. Uh, it's very hard to say that we feel at home when you have another home, but we've really felt at home since the very first moment we arrived. It has been incredible. Second, I think this tournament is a brilliant idea, a brilliant idea, because in my own approach to the St. Kitts and Nevis national football team, one of the things we've done that I, I'm absolutely sure that has brought growth to the team and growth to the nation, growth to our national team, is thinking beyond our comfort zone. And that means that since I took over the team in 2015, outside of the fact that we had reached a ranking place of 73, which is our best historical position. I had taken the team, I, I took over the team when we were 149. The most important thing is that we started facing opponents outside of the Caribbean. So the FA uh, sent us to Europe in 2015 to face Andorra and Estonia. Uh, this year we had faced Georgia and Armenia. Right now we were invited to India to play an African team and to play a nation team. We've gone to Central America to play Nicaragua in a friendly match. And there is absolutely no doubt that when an association starts thinking outside of its comfort zone, outside of its geographical borders, you perfectly know that growth will be significant for the national team. So this idea of having a tournament that is transcontinental, trans-confederation, bringing confederations from all over the world, teams from all over the world, is just a brilliant idea because this is the way you start understanding other types of football, other systems of play, other formations, other types of mentality. So, so we're very grateful that we're here. But I'm also, I must also say that everyone should, should truly give merit to the AIFF because there are few associations worldwide which will be brave enough to do what they're doing. And believe me that it is a strategy that works. If this is a continued strategy for India, then India will become a world-class team because you will start thinking outside of the borders and outside of the comfort zone. So that was Saint Kitts, uh, uh, the, the the coach and uh, player who talked about uh, how they fared uh, in the last game and how they plan to look forward to the India game. Uh, some great thoughts uh, and words spoken by the coach there. Uh, 
so uh, the, so we let's talk about india what what uh, can we expect sindhi jingan again uh, leads the side tomorrow uh, i mean today yeah. uh, so uh, what what more can we expect from this indian uh, you know s- slightly uh, new side can we expect more debuts yeah. today obviously sathak dulu has to come in today because i don't really see uh, their uh, you know they have not brought their best striking options okay uh, saint kitts and nevis and from what i saw in the game against mauritius uh, they were having trouble just asserting themselves uh, midfield and up so uh, yeah it's it's a great opportunity to get uh, some of the new players uh, some uh, game time Uh, so maybe we get uh, manveer a uh, start or uh, you know uh, whatever else we can do uh, just just somehow uh, get the other boys uh, some game time ahead of the macau game so this is uh, this this should be uh, pretty much of a win for uh, india it, it would be a horrible letdown if india don't manage to win this uh, as confident as the st kitts and nevis coaches this does not uh, you know even even uh, match up uh, even mauritius had got a better side because they simply had the best players available yeah. uh, this this is a better ranked side than mauritius and uh, if they had brought their full team it would have been a contest because they have uh, you know play they had players like uh, you know uh, harris uh, and uh, others uh, and and a lot of us and uk based players who could have uh, really given a fight but uh, doesn't seem like it this time Yeah. Let's just see how this turns out. Uh, it, it, the forwards should have a field day here. You know, I, I expect a, a three, four, three goals at least from India today. Uh, it's it, it just the new players who have been missing uh, in action because uh, because of the stalwarts up front, the Bengaluru FC players. Uh, they should assert themselves. This is their chance. Yeah. Because so. even if even if they are not being considered. for uh, the asian qualifiers let's not forget there's a friendly against palestine in october that's coming up uh, there will be more friendlies before we play kyrgyzstan away and mm. we have a soft championship in may so there are plenty of games to go about where constantine can put in more players and the players who are getting the chance now uh, who are catching the eye of the coach should utilize this opportunity that's what tonight's game is about yeah So just a quick mention uh, that uh, Saint Kitts and Nevis uh, may be well ranked uh, below India right now but uh, they've yeah. been uh, in the 70s and 80s uh, sometime back and uh, the FIFA yeah. point and uh, the calculation of the ranking points uh, it, uh, let them down a bit uh, that was the talk uh, we uh, we had with the team manager of the t- of the Saint Kitts and Nevis team uh, saying uh, that it's a, it's a game it's it's in uh, Uh, you know a calculative effort uh, to improve your ranking and it it also works the other way around if you do not uh, yeah. you know pay attention uh, to uh, not playing enough games or not play uh, not getting in the uh, uh, the sides that you would want to uh, to get in more yeah. points so playing uh, inter uh, continental uh, really helps you in uh, gaining points and it also uh works in in your favorable conditions because uh, uh that's a it's a whole new weather there and uh, the the conditions uh, make it tougher so uh, let alone this uh, this ranking uh, but the exposure that the team gets 
is uh, what matters the most for any uh, side that's looking for a player friendly uh, moving in uh, to hearing steven constantine talk about uh, so as we mentioned yesterday that uh, uh the arrows project has been revived and uh, we did put a question to uh, steven constantine let's listen him uh, to uh, you know comment on that and apart from that also he talks about uh, the uh, how he thought how he thinks uh, the opponents for tonight are so let's listen in you know what are the areas like from the first game where the team would be some um, i think we need to start a little bit stronger than we did in the last game um we we have a tendency to start slow um and i think that sometimes causes us a problem as it did with Mauritius um they got the first goal we did the same thing with Puerto Rico they got the first goal um, and i think uh we need to um come out a little bit quicker uh, a little bit more focused um, do you think defense is your strength tomorrow because that's what your opponents think well that's uh Obviously, the the thing um, I think uh, I look at the team as a whole. Um, when we don't have the ball, we defend quite well as a team. Um, we are. I I feel strong in a number of areas. Um, we'll see tomorrow. Coach, uh, in the game against uh, Nepal, of course, in Mumbai, and uh, the game against Mauritius, a strong second half performance. Uh, does that mean a good half time talk? <laughs> You'll have to ask the players that question. I was going to ask them later. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I leave? <laughs> no, yes, of course, uh, half-time talk helps a bit because, uh, especially in Mauritius, as the coach said, like, we start with slow. So when we went to the dressing room, the coach said, like, all right, guys, these are things you need to work on. So in the second half, we tried to work on it and we got the result. So I think it helps. And he always, you know, motivates us from the sideline as well. So these half-time talks are just part of it. So he helps us a lot to improve, and uh, that's what happened. Is Mauritius? He told us that we are lacking in intensity and everything. So what time we got the points? Coach, you know, pinching for giving medals to young players. Three of you, whom you gave in the last match. Tomorrow, what 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 are your thoughts? And is it good to give tomorrow? You know, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> well, I know you know that, <laughs> but I appreciate you trying. Uh, and yes, Sanders will be leading the team tomorrow. I don't know if I can answer any questions while they're wearing that T-shirt. <laughs> uh, coach, how do you rate your opposition tomorrow? Look, I think uh, the good thing about this, um, the Tri Nations thing is that there's two teams from different continents, and they have different philosophies, different styles, and, and different way of playing the game. Um, I thought, I thought, ten kids. Uh, Did a, a, a very good job containing Mauritius. I thought Mauritius would be uh, a little bit more aggressive. They sat back and they paid. Um, but you have to give credit to St. Kitts. They worked hard. They kept uh, players behind the ball and they, they worked their socks off to keep themselves in the game. Um, and um, I, I think they are, are quite dangerous, especially on the counter attack. And um, as you could see with their goal. It was a well-taken goal, and, you know, um, perhaps against the run of play, but but that's what happens when you um, you don't put teams away. So as we said, a uh, lot of young lads getting debuts. So is the youth system improving, and what are your thoughts about it? What youth system? Uh, Indian youth system. So the under twenties, under twenty-threes. 
Are they are they doing better? Is something improving out there? Uh, and how are the young lads like Nikhil Pujari who have made it there doing in the team? Look, I think uh, the the current batch of under twenty three side that we put together in less than a month. There are some decent players there, and as I've said many times before, there are there is talent all over India. We are not looking, uh, and just because we have, say, an under nineteen team that was selected by whoever was selected, that doesn't mean that that's the under nineteen team that is going to be the under twenty three team, or that they're even the best under nineteen players available. Because if we are not looking for these players all over the country. Um, how is it possible that we select uh, um, an under-19 and under-17 from two tournaments held in Delhi? It's not possible. Uh, we have two players here, Devinder and Manveer Singh, who we selected from our scouting network, and they came through trials that were held in Mumbai three months ago. So, so what I'm saying is that um, we need to do a lot more uh, in, in terms of uh, looking for players, in terms of developing players. The talent is here, but if you take an average 17, 18-year-old Indian player and put him with an average 18-year-old European player, the difference is night and day. He does not have the basics, he's not being taught the basics, then you have to go back to what is the problem? Are we coaching them the right way? What are we coaching them? And these are all things that, that, that need to be sorted out, but um, I, I say that from the current, current batch of under-23s, there are several players who I believe will go on to have international careers, at least in my time. Good evening, sir. My name is Dinesh. Uh, Saying kids uh, have a slightly depleted team. The star players, are, uh, a lot of the senior players haven't come here. So, you think uh, that makes your job easier? No, I think uh, that makes the job harder because the players who are here are going to be doing everything they possibly can to show the coach that they should be there. Uh, and perhaps uh, by playing well here, they get the opportunity to get a contract uh, in the US, which is where many of their players are. Um, and I'm sure there'll be ISL clubs looking at both of these games as well. So, um, no, I don't think it makes it easier. In fact, I would prefer they were fully loaded here because that makes my job easier. Sandesh, uh, the last game, you guys conceded a goal. So, it happened that I think after three games that you guys conceded a goal. Uh, so in terms of defense, how, how do you see the team shaping up and uh, are you worried by, uh, by that goal uh, considered Of course, it's not good to concede a goal and especially when you get three clean sheets in a row to concede and after that you have to concede a goal. It's not a good thing but I think uh, if you see the goal, is a mistake from a lot of players and this football happens but we're getting better, we're still a team in progress, we're still learning, we're still getting better day by day. So I'm not worried anything because we have a very good coaching staff and every day we see the team which was two years back and now how we have improved a lot. So we are in safe hands, you can say that. So improving and I'm not worried about it. And the game as well, yes, when you can see the goal. But what I've said time and time again is that the mental strength of this team is very strong. So when we went down, there was, of course you get a bit worried, but we went, I was not like, oh my God, we can see the goal and it's going to be hard for us. But So yeah, we went down, but I knew we got to come back and we, that's what we did. I'm glad we got the three points. Which uh, something that's a bit off topic, but something that uh, you had a comment on during the last press conference about the under 17 team. Uh, you expressed some concern about their future after the World Cup ends. So, uh, the recent event just came out. Uh, the, the arrows will be 
uh, players can be highly consisting of uh, under 17 and under 19 players. Is that a good start? Look, I said this three years ago. Uh, in fact, I said it 15 years ago that we should have an Indian team under 21 in the I League. 15 years ago. Um, I think 2008? 2002, 2003. No, no, no. When did they actually do it? Palenaros came when? 2010, 2011. Yeah, so five years after I left, they did it. I said the first thing I said when I came here was the same thing. We need another 21 team, put it in the high league, um, because there needs to be a legitimate pathway for uh, the players because our young Indian players are not getting the opportunities that they should be. Now, under 17 means 16. Would you put a 16 to play against a 28, 29-year-old on a weekly basis? I don't know. Under 19, yeah. Under 17, I'm not sure. Coach, do you see Mumbai football as a fortress? It so, has played uh, three games in their I guess it is. I mean, you know, look, I, I, I don't care where we play in India, uh, as long as we get the support and the, the uh, accessibility to the things that we need. Um, we get everything in Mumbai. The fact that we're also winning uh, the games is a bonus. Um, I, I'm quite happy here in Mumbai. We have great support from, obviously, you guys, the media, um, uh, Mr. Thakari has been outstanding, and obviously the AIFF, who <laughs> are always supporting us. Um, but honestly, um, wherever we play, it's um, we, we, I don't mind. So, which was the experience of dealing with I'm getting used to it now. <laughs> 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 the first game. <laughs> but about the captaincy, you know, like I said in the game as well, after the game, like for any footballer to play for your country, it's, it's a great moment of pride. And to do that wearing an armband, it's something really special. And I'm really proud and happy that the coach and the whole staff thought I could do it. And I'm just trying to, to be honest, I'm trying to fill the space until Chitribai comes back. So he's our leader, he's our captain. And for me, I'm just, you know, like, still doing the same thing before the game, you know, trying to motivate everyone. So I'm just, it's not like I'm going to use you or something. It's just happy that I got the captaincy and uh, I'm just trying my best so that everyone plays good, including me. I'm just happy. So that's a wrap for today's edition of the TFG football, uh, TFG Indian football uh, podcast. And uh, just a heads up that uh, tomorrow we, you will not hear from us. Uh, no podcast tomorrow. Uh, we take a break. Uh, so on account of uh, a public holiday so we will meet you on Monday till then do, if you're listening to us on YouTube do not forget to like share and subscribe and uh, you can also download IBM podcast app on Android and iOS you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes till then uh, do let us know via comments uh, anything that you would want to share and uh, till then see you guys That was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. 
Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now, of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments. All of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out. ATKT.in. उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पे